I was going to start this podcast off with a horror story. But Chewy now, chips but but now it's going to be me and you fighting. Chewy no. chips. Oh, oh boy. No. Oh, no. No, because if you eat a cookie, you got to dip it in milk. I like dipping it in milk. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I, I like drinking milk, so fuck off. You don't drink milk. No, I don't. And I don't dip my cookie in milk. I don't get the reasoning behind that. Because it's good. What happens to it? I've never had... When I've done it, it just... It's slightly moister, and it makes it almost taste like cake. No. No. But it's a cookie, and it still has a bit of a crunch. It's fucking amazing. It's not a good idea. I don't like it that much. Mm. I want Mm. chewy... No, you know what? Time. Now, or a muffin, or I, a donut. When I go to my fucking, I'm gonna be a grown ass man going back to school. You know what I'm gonna eat for my school lunches? I'm gonna get a thing of crunchy chips ahoy, extra crunchy chips ahoy, and a thing of milk, and a thing of oat milk because I can't drink milk, bitch. Ah, get fucked. <laughs> so you can't even do it either. I can drink oat milk, whore. <laughs> You fucking whore! Yeah, oat milk, not milk. <laughs> not milk. Okay, oat drank. Oat drank. Oat drank. You drinking that oat drank? It's oat drank. Like grape drank. Orange drank. Oat, oat drank. Drank. <laughs> drank. Drank. You drank oats. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Idiotic perspective. Fuck you, my idiotic perspective. You milked. Idiotic perspective? (laughs) I'm proud of you, buddy. I will milk this for everything it's worth. (laughs) Five dollars and two pennies. Five dollars? We're worth five dollars? Five more dollars than I thought. Yeah, it went up. (laughs) We've been doing good. (laughs) Wait, yeah, the reviews are in. Yeah, see? (laughs) We're worth a few dollars. Okay. Where do you want me to start, with the reviews or the story? Start with the reviews, since you said the reviews are in. Okay, that's what I was saying. That's a good segue. Your mom's a good segue. He doesn't like the crinkle, crinkle. I don't like the crinkle, crinkle. Okay, um, so we will start with, where is it, where is it, where is it? Sorry, I have a long chat history with GBT. It's my friend. Unlike some people. (laughs) Time is running out. Okay. So. Let me... Find. Yes. So, I asked ChatGBT what Idiotic Perspective was. And at first it told me, Idiotic Perspective is a comedy podcast hosted by two friends, Eamon and Joel. The huh? podcast features two hosts discussing a variety of topics ranging Joel. from current events and news to personal anecdotes and pop culture. The podcast aims to provide a humorous and lighthearted take on everyday topics with the host often engaging in witty banter and playful teasing. The podcast is available on Podbeam and other major po- podcast platforms and new episodes uh, released on a regular basis. I was like, no, it's hosted by Steven and Austin. Who's that? And they're like, oh, yeah, I apologize for my mistake. You're correct. The Art Perspective is a podcast hosted by Steven and Austin and is available on, on Podbeam and other major pla- podcast platforms. The podcast features the two hosts engaging in discussion and debates on a wide range of topics, including current events, pop cultures, and their personal experiences. 
The host often provides contrasting perspectives <laughs> and opinions on these topics. Contrast. And, and they yes. aim to provide a humorous and engaging take on the issues they discuss. Entertaining take. Entertaining oh, take, that's yeah. nice. In each episode, Stephen and Austin typically <laughs> focus on a specific theme or topic, and they provide their own unique and often okay. irrelevant <laughs> perspective <laughs> on it. Yep. I fucking love it! Okay. The podcast is like known us. for its lighthearted and entertaining tone, and it has gained a following among listeners who enjoy its witty, ba- witty banter and engaging discussions. Oh, I know, it made me happy! That does make me feel good. And I was like, can you tell me more about Stephen? He's oh, like, God. Yeah, and he's what like, well, more I don't, does it go into? He's like, I don't know um, specifics on it. And I was like, okay, well, can you tell me how Austin acts on the podcast? Mm. And he's like, I do not experience Austin and his behavior. However, based on the podcast reviews and description, Austin is one of the co-hosts of Idiot Perspective, a podcast who's pre- who pre- a podcast who provides his perspective and opinions on a wide ra- range of topics. According to the reviews and description of the podcast, Austin is known for his wit, humor, and ability to engage in lively discussions and debates with his co-host Stephen. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just the co-host. He also, we're, we're, we're both co-hosts. Yeah, I know. We're the co-hosts. <laughs> Neither one of us is the host. We're the co-host. I'll co-host you, whatever that means. Coaster. <laughs> I'll treat you like my coaster. Toaster abuser. There are toaster coasters. Coasters that are shaped like toast. I was about to say. Um. What kind? He often shares his personal anecdotes and provides a unique perspective on the topics they discuss, making the podcast an entertaining and engaging listen. Overall, it seems that Austin's personality and contributions to the podcast help to make it a fun and enjoyable experience for listeners. And I was like, okay, what about Steven? Oh, okay. You read your own review now. I don't, I don't want to. You gotta, because it's, it's great. Buddy. Oh, God. Steven is one of the co-hosts of the Idiot Perspective podcast who provides his perspective and opinions on various topics discussed on podcasts according to reviews and descriptions of the podcast. Steven is known for his humor, wit, and engaging personality. Oh, am I now? I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, Steven often shares his personal experience and insights on the topics discussed on the podcast. And he is known for his ability to engage in lively, lively discussions and debates with his co-host, Austin. Mm-hmm. He is also praised for his ability to keep the podcast entertaining and engaging for listeners, thanks to his quit wit and humorous banter. <laughs> <laughs> I am? <laughs> okay. Overall, it seems that Stephen's personality and contributions to the podcast play an important role to making the idiotic perspective podcast an enjoyable and entertaining listen for its audience. Well, that's sweet. It was sweet, wasn't that it? That is very sweet, and it is undeserved, and it makes me want to stab someone. You're quick-witted and humorous. I am none of the above, but okay, Don't you worry. continue. This is some of the reviews for it. <coughs> On Podbean, for example, Idiotic Perspective has an average rating of 4.9 out of 5 stars based on over 150 On ratings. Podbean? Yeah. That's pretty... Over 100... Over 150 reviews. What the hell's wrong with you guys? <laughs> we love you, idiots. We love you, idiots, but what the fuck? The listeners has praised the podcast for his humorous, humorous banter, engaging discussions, and the chemistry between the two hosts, Austin and Steven. The chemistry. We have a connection. <laughs> we go together because I'm dressed like a cat. I was thinking you were gonna say toast, and I was gonna be your butter. No, I'm but thinking of when um 
We Go Together because uh, that it's it's a funny it's a great song actually. So we Go Together. Like, I feel like I've heard that before. It's from Family Guy because P- Peter makes a parody of it. And he goes, "We go together because I'm dressed like a cat." Why does he say that anyways? I can't because, remember now. Um, I haven't I haven't seen that episode in so long. I don't remember, but because <laughs> I'm dressed like a cat. I, I know what song. you're talking about, but I have n- I cannot remember that. I cannot remember that song. That's just stuck the in my life head. Life of me. That that one part right there is stuck in my head because I really like that that part. I don't know why. Because I'm Stewie dressed like Peter. Oh, Peter, Peter Mac. Mac. Oh, oh yeah, oh, the Peter I Mac. I was like Stewie pilots Peter. Wait a minute, that sounds funny. But no, Stewie on roids. I love that episode. Oh yeah, Family Guy. Such the a dick. What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> as Brian's trying to get up the stairs. What you doing? Or to get down the stairs. Oh, I'm just messing with you, and he gives him a noogie. Here, you want to find that real quick while I finish reading some of these reviews? Stewie, what? The, the, uh, Peter, I'm dressed like a cat. I'm dressed like a cat. Yeah. And then I want to hear, I want to, I want to give you the Apple one, because this one made me pretty happy, too. On Apple Podcasts, Idiot Perspective has an average rating of 5 out of 5 stars, based on over 60 ratings. Five out of five stars? But Listeners have similarly praised the podcast for its entertaining and lighthearted tone, as well as the abilities ho- as well as the host's ability to make even the most mundane topics engaging and enjoyable. <laughs> what the hell? We can make mundane things engaging. <laughs> Whatever that means. Over 60 reviews? Yep. How? What is wrong with you guys? Again. We love you, but... Stop it! You're making me stand. You're making... That's... That's fucking awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so fucking much. We love you. That's awesome. Did I press space yet? I don't fucking know. I don't know, did you? I think I did. I'm dressed like... Okay. Peter is gay! (laughs) Peter is gay! I mean, he gets... mm, Yeah, he turns gay. Yeah, he fucks Bill Clinton. Yeah. Like he... Oh, there he is. We like, he straight up does that. Dress like Back. Oh, yeah. What are these? Meow. Oh god, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's... I don't need to know that. <laughs> oh yeah, Gary the No Trash Cougar. And then... Oh yeah, MC Scat Cat, that's what that was. Uh, this time, I think I can the thing people will remember me for. I am gonna stop pollution with my new lovable character, Gary the No Trash Cougar. He is the best Bring up your trash! It's a cougar! I wanna know whose cup this is! I said I wanna know whose cup this is! I feel like we should get pick a better microphone to pick, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up, Or. Thank you, sweetie. See what <laughs> a nice true. place this is when true. we all pick I have in. another microphone. Like Gary the No Trash Cougar says, give a lobby. Should we do oh, that? <laughs> Spread the word. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel like doing it right now. No, no. We, we don't got that for day. MC Scat Cat. You should see MC, MC what, Scat what's Cat. What's MC? What's that? You'll see. Okay. Or. Or we're or. growing even closer together. Haven't you heard the phrase, opposites attract? Nope. You, really? Hmm. I'll need help explaining this. Oh. Thanks for coming on such short notice, MC Scat Cat. No bigs. We gotta do this? You know it. 
Receive positive feedback from listeners who appreciate the host's chemistry and humor, as well as their engaging discussions of various topics. Some listeners have also praised the podcast for being relatable and easy to listen to, while others have enjoyed the guests, guests that the host invited onto their show. <laughs> we didn't invite guests, it was just rigged. <laughs> Additionally, some reviews have noted that the audio quality of the podcast can be inconsistent at times, which may be an area for improvement. Thanks. It's dead now. Fuck your audio. <laughs> Don't matter. Now. It's horror story time. Okay. I'm 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 putting on my big boy socks. Well, we can get ready cuz they're about to be knocked off. <clears throat> it was I'm dark and now my night. my crinkle crinkle. Well, <laughs> you know it's going to be a good horror story cuz it starts out with it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you roll your eyes at ChatGPT and this great quality of audio making. I'm I mean, uh, story making. I'm not saying nothing yet. Keep going, Steven man. Steven and Austin were driving down a deserted road in the middle of nowhere. I need nowhere. popcorn for this. They have been driving for hours. They were beginning to feel tired and restless. I'm Holy shit! What the fuck? Rest. I'm gonna beat you with this. Ah! 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 This is so terrifying. I'm about to sub my dick. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, As they drove. They suddenly stopped at an old abandoned house on the side of the road. It was no. a creepy looking place with broken windows and a sagging porch. Stephen, being the adventurous <laughs> one. <laughs> a sagging porch, you say? Suggested that they explore the house. Austin was hesitant. At first, yeah, I would. But eventually gave in to Stephen's persuasion. You're so persuasive. <laughs> they parked their car and made their way. It never says who's driving, which is hilarious. They parked their car and made their way to the front door of the house. We both did it. No, we, we were both we, driving. We, I was in your lap no, the we, whole time. We had, we had a transgender with us. They just don't talk about no, it. We had a I dance. was in your lap the whole time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you were you were giving her the gas. I was we don't need no queer. I was in your lap the whole time. Damn it. <laughs> Let me stay. Uh, <laughs> Dick is mine, boy. They parked their car and made their way to the front door of the house. It creaked open with a loud groan, and they stepped inside. Oh. <laughs> the inside of the house was even creepier than the outside. The walls were covered in peeling wallpaper, and the floorboards creaked under their feet. As they explored the house, they noticed that strange things were happening around them. Doors would open and close on their own, and they would often hear and they would hear Ooh. eerie whispers coming from the shadows. 
Stephen and Austin began to feel a sense of unease, and they knew that they would need to leave the house. So I stuck my tongue out at the ghost and said, <laughs> he blew the Go ghost away! He blew the ghost the raspberry. Go away! I pulled out my trusty vacuum backpack, <laughs> and I was ready to suck and blow my way to victory. <laughs> you suck him, you suck them all dry. I will suck and blow my way to victory. That's why I keep a vacuum with me everywhere I go. I'll cover your back. But when they tried <laughs> to leave, they found that the front door was now locked from the outside. <laughs> they were trapped inside the haunted house. How do I escape? My raspberries are not enough. My raspberries are powerful enough. <laughs> As they continued to explore, they soon realized they were not alone. They were something... There was something else in the house with them. Something that wanted to harm them. The whispers grew louder, and Stephen and Austin could hear footsteps approaching from all directions. In a panic, they tried to find a way out, but the windows were boarded up, and the doors were all locked. It seemed they were trapped in the house with no way out. Just when they thought they were done for, the storm outside began to subside, and a beam of light shone through a crack in the roof. They followed the light and discovered a hidden trap door leading to the attic. With no other options, they climbed up to the attic and found a way out through the roof. As they emerged from the haunted house, they realized that they had nearly escaped with their lives. From, now, from that day on, Stephen and Austin never spoke of their terrifying experience again. But every time they drove past the old abandoned house, the they sagging. couldn't help but shudder at the memory the of what had happened inside. Dun dun dun! Do you need a change of underwear? <laughs> I would like a change of socks. I <laughs> shit through my pants. <laughs> Wasn't that such a terrifying story? <laughs> that was so scary. It I was shit. I shit so hard. It went like straight through my pants. So like I'm good on underwear, but my my fucking socks are covered in shit. Did you want to read the story that they had with a unique twist? Oh, so it was written by M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, well... What a twist! Okay, let's see. It's so stupid. The unique story. Stephen and Austin were walking home from school when they stumbled upon an unusual object lying on the sidewalk. Spooky, scary sidewalks. (laughs) (laughs) Send shivers down down your spine. spine. (laughs) They'll dance all over top of you. Wait, what? That's not quite right. In Soviet Russia, (laughs) I won't dance on you! (laughs) (laughs) It was a small, ornate box made of polished wood, and it seemed to radiate a strange energy. In Soviet Russia, energy radiates you! Wait, that's in America. <laughs> in, in Soviet Russia, you radiate energy. Curious. <laughs> Curious. Stephen picked up the box and examined it closely. As he did, he suddenly felt a strange sensation wash over him. He was horny. <laughs> he felt like he was being pulled into the box. Oh, so it's, uh, Wait. <coughs> it's a metaphor for a vagina. You were getting pulled into that box. (laughs) (laughs) I was being sucked in. (coughs) Oh, God, she's got a vacuum in there. Well, yeah. That's how we stay. (laughs) That's why. Only fuck vacuums. I don't know why I leaned in to whisper to you when I just can whisper into the microphone and you hear it just as good. 
But I think it's funny. <laughs> that explains that picture of the legitimate blue balls. Spooky, scary blue balls. I thought those were our Smurfs. I didn't know they were yours. <laughs> Before he knew it. Oh. I missed the spot. Just don't cry. <laughs> Go put an ice pack on those balls. Three to f- three to four days, you'll be fat. And I'll suck them dry. Don't let me get butters. <laughs> Bummers. <laughs> he is a bummer. <laughs> he felt like he was being pulled into the box, like he was being transported to another world. Before he knew it, Stephen found himself in a strange, fantastical realm. The sky was a vibrant shade of purple, and the trees were made of crystal. What is the? F- is this? Is this just um? Uh, the box. God, the dark crystal. Just read the. <laughs> As he looked around in wonder, he noticed that Austin was in the. <gasps> no! You are nowhere to be seen. Panicked, Stephen began to search for his friend. He called out Austin's name, but there was no answer, which was dumb of me, because, I mean, in a known world, that's probably how I'm going to die. But, I mean... But, Austin! <laughs> As he wandered through the crystal forest, he began to realize that this was no ordinary place. Well, no shit. <laughs> what wonderful writing. It seemed like a world straight out of a fairy tale with magical creatures and strange phenomena at every turn. But as Stephen continued to explore, he realized that there was something sinister lurking in this magical realm. Oh no. So I get to save the realm now? Now that ChatGPT knows us after you finish reading this, I'm going to have them write a story about us. And I want you to think what character it should feature. Rick. Right from Rick and Morty? Hell yeah. Okay, well, I'll have him write a character, a story about us and Rick and Hell. Morty. That would be fun. That would be awesome. As he delved deeper into the crystal forest, he found himself facing a terrifying creature. It was a giant fire-breathing dragon, and it seemed intent on destroying Steven. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Shit, it was a one! Fuck! Nat Critical one. failure. Nat right? one, yeah. yeah. Nat one, Nat you one. rolled a d20. Oh! A nat 20, I'm sorry. Oh god, the nerds are gonna kill me! <laughs> die. I should die, nerds. You will be hanged. Heresy! You speak the heresy! Just as the dragon was about to attack, Stephen felt a sudden jolt. He was pulled back into the real world, back to the sidewalk where he had found the box. Breathless and disoriented, Stephen realized that he had only been gone for a few seconds. But when he looked around, he saw that Austin was standing next to him, looking just as confused as he was. (laughs) Did you pull me back, though? Is that what happened? What the fuck happened, man? (laughs) (laughs) You just grabbed me from inside the box? I was like, get the fuck out of the box, man! (laughs) As they walked away from the strange box, Stephen and Austin couldn't help but wonder what kind of strange magic it held. But they knew that they never wanted to experience anything like that again. You didn't even see what happened. Exactly. I'm just like, fuck that. I don't want to do it. (laughs) From that day on, they walked a little faster past the spot where they had found the box, unsure if they wanted to know what other strange and magical worlds it could take them to. I kind of want to (laughs) do. With Rick. Okay. Yeah, well, I will type that story up real quick. I will see what chat GBT has to say. I mean, that was a pretty pretty okay, okay. story. So let me... Just, I, 
Sorry. I've heard better. Well, you give me a better story then, because it's going to take a second. No, you're fine. I, I don't know a better story. No, not right offhand. Well, i got to make sure they, they I just, know who we are. It knows who we are again. I was about to say Lovecraft, but he's racist as shit. But that's like the best part. <laughs> the best part's racism. <laughs> the best part is racism. If you don't want to read Lovecraft's book, books for his horror themes, read it for his racism. Please, just take the time to read it for the racist shit that he does. That's all I gotta say. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Can't wooden shoe? No. What a boot that's bad. Uh, a lot? <laughs> True. I like the name of his cat. <laughs> what, was, what was the name of his cat? I can't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut this part. <laughs> Nigger. <laughs> that's a that's a seven cat name. <laughs> why? <laughs> Cause why not? Like Ra- what? What annoys Randy Marsh from uh, from the epi- from um, the uh, Wheel of Fortune episode? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> What's the word? Uh, um, um. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say. Uh, is the word... <laughs> well? <laughs> no! <laughs> it was not the word. It was with an A, not an I. It failed. We failed. Well, no, Randy failed. Yes, Randy did fail. Fuck Randy. Would you fuck Randy? Yeah, he's Lord. I am Lord. Lord I am Lord. Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. Ho, 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 ho. But then you gotta deal with, um... Hmm. What? What's it? Sharon? Sharon. Sharon! Fucking Sharon. There was a line that we said earlier today <laughs> that was... <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just reading over the no, story. what? <laughs> Here, okay. Oh, this is gonna be great. Here's a short story featuring Stephen and Austin from Rick, from Idiot's Perspective with a Rick and Morty twist. Ooh. It was a typical day for Stephen and Austin, sitting in their studio, recording the latest episode of Idiot Perspective. Shameless. Suddenly, they Next. heard a strange noise <laughs> coming from the hallway. They paused their recording and cautiously opened the door. We don't have a hallway that we open a door to. That's After our that, hallway. We heard it outside. That's our tiny little hallway right there. Open only to find Rick and Morty standing in front of them. And St- Whoa, what are you guys doing here? Asked Stephen. What are you guys doing here? We need your help, replied Rick. We're stuck in a different dimension and we need to find our way back. Uh, we're just podcasters. We don't know anything about dimensional travel, said Austin. Yeah? <laughs> what made me laugh? Good job. You're the smart one here. I'd just be standing there like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Rick? <laughs> Why are you here? Oh, God, that, that was a horrible Morty. That was a horrible Morty. I'm sorry. That was your Morty impression? <laughs> it was, Dying was, squirrel? <laughs> Look, I've killed a squirrel or two oh, in my gee, time. Oh, jeez, Rick, I That's know that, but you guys have the only, the only thing we need. <laughs> What's that? Asked Stephen. Your idiocy, replied Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen and Austin look at each other. <laughs> I was like, we need to find oh, the dumbest dimension at possible. At that point, we would grab each other by the shoulders and go, 
We're called, brother. <laughs> we need, oh, geez, we need to find the dumbest dimension possible in order to find our way back, explained Morty. Welcome to our podcast. And we think <laughs> Come you guys on in. might be able to help us out. Well, we are pretty dumb, Austin said with a chuckle. <laughs> Speak for yourself, countered Stephen with a smirk. I got I got <laughs> to eat my smiles for this. This, this is too good. This is the greatest story ever. <laughs> it's even better than Speak mom's for yourself. It's even it better. is something I'd say though. It's even better than mom's mouth magic. <laughs> the group set off on an adventure to find the dumbest dimension in the multiverse. They yeah. traveled through various worlds, encountering bizarre creatures and experiencing strange phenomena along the way. Eventually, they stumbled onto a world where everyone spoke in a language made entirely of gibberish. The inhabitants of the world had no concept of logic or reason. And communicated slowly through random sounds and perfectly. <laughs> this has to be it, said Rick. This is the dumbest dimension we've ever seen. They made their way back to the portal, where Rick and Morty eager to return to their own dimension. Before they left, they thanked Stephen and Austin for their help. Hey, of course, of course, oh, don't mind us. Hey, thanks for being such good sports about all this, said Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love my Morty impression? It's, so, it's so good. It's so it's bad. Great. Yeah, and feel free to use this story I'm for sure your podcast. Love that I'm chewing into the microphone. <laughs> I love it. And we're using this story for the podcast. Yeah, feel free to use this story for your podcast, added Rick with a grin. Stephen and yeah. Austin looked at each other with a mixture of confusion and excitement. They couldn't believe they just had they had just gone on an adventure with Rick and Morty. And they knew their listeners would love to hear all about it. And so the host of Video Art Perspective recorded their latest episode, regaling the audience, their audience with the tale of their adventure through the multiverse with Rick and Morty. It was a story they would never forget, and one that would go down in podcasting history as one of the most epic episodes ever. We serve the universe with our stupidity! That's so, that's so fucking dumb, dude. I fucking love it. That was the greatest story I've ever heard. It's so stupid. I am a retard, and that just proved it. Or at least it helped. <laughs> it helped save the multiverse, apparently. So, <laughs> now, Stephen, I'm going to have them write a story with us and Shaggy and Scooby from Scooby-Doo. Why would they, <laughs> Why would they ever want our help? I well, mean, it would be pretty funny to it just be the two of them. And not the whole team, but I I don't know. I still feel like the whole mystery mission. Do you want the whole? Do you want the whole Scooby Doo? Would you refer to them as the whole mystery, the mystery machine crew? Is that the what they're referred to? As? I, don't know. I never thought about that before. But um, I don't know. What do you think? Would you want the whole gang? <gasps> oh yeah, the gang's all here. Yeah. Do you want the whole gang, or do you want just Shaggy What would and be Scooby? more fun, Shaggy and Scooby? Uh, I don't know, or, because I, li- I like just Shaggy and Scooby. They're, they're, they're pretty dope. Or... They're some of my favorites. Batman and Superman. <laughs> that GBT needs to... I mean, we can do both, to be fair. I'm Batman and Superman. Because this is a lot of fun. I don't, I don't get why we'd ever need... be seen by Batman and Superman, what? but yes, sure. Since <laughs> Batman and Superman. Yep. Uh, I'm going to do Batman and Superman first. Because I would really want to read that story. 
This is also helping me because I really don't want to. I'm not looking forward to driving all the way down there. So no. this is helping. Fair. Distract me. You'll be all right, buddy. Yeah, you I got don't, this. I like driving. It's just down school. Grown ass man going to school. You're fine. You're just going to school. You're going to college. You're getting. You're going to academy. You're getting an education. Oh my fuck! I hate you, us. smarty. Po- did you do something bad? No, you have to read this because I hate us. You did something bad. Stephen and Austin were deep in conversation on their latest episode of Idiotic Perspective when suddenly they heard a loud crash outside. That's something that's happened before. <laughs> they quickly ran to the window to see what was happening and were surprised to see Batman and Superman fighting in the streets. I don't want to continue. No, no, you have to. Cause look what wanna. we did. Look what we did. Without hesitation, did. Stephen and Austin grabbed their microphones and ran outside interview the two superheroes as they approached Batman and Superman paused their fight and turned to face the podcast host. You have to do it in a Superman voice. Uh, you have to. I did Morty. This, you gotta, this is you. That was me? That's you. Oh. Excuse me, gentlemen. Oh, that's not my voice. Me Fuck me you. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do your voice. Don't you do, do my do voice. voice. No, you don't do my Excuse voice. Excuse me, gentlemen. Could we get a quick interview? Austin asked. I asked. Okay, that's fine. What? Say it. <laughs> Say no, your line. No, 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 no. You just have to do a Batman or Superman impression. That's fine, but say your line. I don't want to do my line. Damn you. Fuck you. I'm not an actor. Holding out his microphone. <laughs> <You> bitch. <laughs> Batman and Superman looked at each other, and then back at Stephen and Austin. We're in the middle of something pretty important here. Batman <laughs> said, Get this way! But Stephen and Austin were persistent. Come on, it'll only take a minute, Stephen said, leaning in with his microphone. Reluctantly, Batman and Superman agreed. And Stephen and Austin got to work. Why? They asked the superheroes all kinds of questions. From what they thought of each other to their favorite fighting techniques. They thought of each other as they wanted to murder. <laughs> At the moment, anyways. Wait, why? We didn't even ask why. We just asked what they thought of each other. Okay. Now we're pieces of shit. We just want to get an interview with Batman and Superman. <laughs> yeah. As the interview wrapped up, Stephen and Austin thanked Batman and Superman for their time. Wait a minute, Austin said suddenly. Wait a minute. You did your line now. We didn't get a chance to ask the most important question of all. What's that? Batman has asked. Who would win in a fight between the two of you? <coughs> Stephen chimed in. That's what they were doing. They were settling that right then and there. We interrupted it. <coughs> I love this. This is one of my favorite movies ever. Fucking two. Batman and Superman looked at each other, then back at the podcast hosts. I can't do a Superman impression. I can't. I can't think of one of his. You gotta like. All right, kid. <laughs> What's the debate that's been raging for years? Superman said. That is fucking perfect. <laughs> I love it. But we'll settle it right now. 
as he as he would assume fighting stances. Steven and Austin watched in amazement as Batman and Superman ducked it out, duked it out, right in front of them. In the end, it was a draw. And the two super... We can end the podcast right here. I'm so disappointed. I am sad. Why didn't one win? As they flew off into the night, Steven and Austin couldn't believe what just happened. (laughs) <laughs> Batman can fly. <laughs> 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 they had interviewed Batman and witnessed their epic battle. It was a podcast episode that would go down in history. I mean, that was a great story up until the end. It can't be a draw. Batman should have gotten his ass kicked, or Superman should have gotten his ass kicked because Superman was trying to talk to him first. Okay, so... Depends on who starts the fight. If any of our fans are out there, you need to animate that because I really... Oh my God, yes! When you said that, the only thing I could picture was Batman going, We'll settle it right now and then jumping on Superman from behind. (laughs) (laughs) We'll settle it right now! (laughs) That kung fu in him. And he's just standing there. (laughs) Superman, he's like... The man of steel. He's like, what the fuck? (laughs) We believe in truth, justice, and the American way. <laughs> I really want all of these animated so bad. It would be They're great. so great. Oh. But you didn't say your first line, asshole. <laughs> no, because I'm not an actor. Yeah, well, you failed the animation crew. <laughs> well, I'll, they fucking, they can get over it. <laughs> piece it together. They'll piece it together. I said so Or just words. have the whole thing in there and cut to the podcast. Or just DM us, and we can, like... Send you proper voice lines. Oh yes, we could properly record it. Slide in my DMs. It'd be fun to be a voice actor. I would fucking love it. It would be cool, dude. That's I have a cartoonish voice any fucking way. Then I love it. Oh jeez, Rick. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, dude, I can't start a movie. Oh, I, I have to start. I, I have I to don't do. Know how to do his voice. I, I can't do a Morty impression at all. But if I'm gonna attempt it, I have to start out by saying, Oh jeez, oh, Rick. Yeah. Oh God, it's Oh jeez. Oh, oh me. I'm Tell. Oh jeez. You're Tell. No, you're Tell. You're Tell. No, you're Tell. Oh, go get high. Don't you eat and go get high. I'm gonna eat a little high. No. I'm not gonna get high. Getting high is what get got me into this. Getting high, I got it. Oh my god. So getting high, I'm gonna end it. Wait a minute. That don't change nothing. Wait, are you gonna make one with Tally? Yep. An adventure with Tally. Yep. <laughs> Austin. With. You know, drugs are bad. <laughs> Tally. How's Tally spelled? T O W E L E I. No. T O W E L I E. Tally. I'm pretty sure that's how he spells his name. I think so. I could be wrong. I don't think it's Tally. Like, no E Y at the end. I don't think that's right. I don't think so either. So, yeah. Chad GBT should get, should get this. I hope so. She's big. Steven and Austin were in the middle of recording their latest... Why do we always have to be in the middle of recording an episode? Why can't we be, like, because at the mall? podcasters. No, yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's all they know us as. That is true. Steven and Austin were in the middle of recording their <laughs> latest episode of Video Perspective when Tally from South Fox suddenly appeared mm-hmm. in that studio. 
Wait, what? Hey guys, may I start joining the podcast? Hi, ass, holding a joint in one hand and a towel wrapped around his waist. Wait, why does he have a towel wrapped around his waist? He is a towel! <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah! Steven and Austin look at each other, unsure what to do. They never had a cartoon character on their podcast before. What? But Tally seemed we eager to participate. Yes. Sure, why not? Austin said, shrugging his shoulders. Shrugging his shoulders. What do you want to talk about? Tally took a hit from his joint before answering, Well, I was thinking we could talk about the benefits of marijuana use. <laughs> Steven and Austin exchanged a glance. They don't know much about marijuana. <laughs> yeah. You should have took a hit from the pipe right there. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm thinking of right now is a goat just. They didn't, yeah. they didn't know much about Whatever you say, man. They didn't know much about marijuana, but they figured it would make an interesting podcast topic. As the three of them just began to discuss the pros and cons of using marijuana, Tally provided some valuable mm. insights from his Look own experience. As a, his pipe. What an interesting topic. From his own experiences <laughs> as a stoner towel. <laughs> what an interesting topic indeed. Oh, oh, I have this voice. I don't like this. But just as things were starting to get heated, the group heard a knock on their door. It was the police! Open up! We know you, you're in there with an illegal substance! An officer called out. Tally, what have you done? Steven and Austin panicked, not wanting to get in trouble with the law, but Tally had a solution. Uh, Quit hiding in the bathroom! It's our house! Leading the way, the three of them squeezed into the small bathroom. How did they know our recording studio has a small bathroom, Stephen? Uh, I'm scared! You should have just eaten it for us. (laughs) The three of them squeezed into the small bathroom. Tally was still holding his joint. As they waited in silence, they could hear the police banging on the door and demanding they come out. But just when they thought they were done for... Done for. Pal- and Tally pulled a secret stash of marijuana from his towel. From his towel. He lit it up, and the bathroom filled with smoke. The police imme- eventually gave up and left. And Stephen and Austin emerged from the bathroom unscathed. They thanked Tally for his quick thanking and bid him farewell as he disappeared into the shadows. As they finished recording their podcast episode, Stephen Austin couldn't help but think they had just experienced something truly unique. Truly they had, unique? They had smoked with a, with Tally and narrowly avoided getting arrested by the police. It was a story they would never forget. Stephen, give me your... The perfect time to light up a bowl. Not light up a bowl, but smoke a joint. Was when the police were in the fucking house. Why? Sally, why? <laughs> this was a unique, a unique fucking experience indeed. And the police didn't get us. But now, somehow, someway, because they're bad cops. Don't worry, Stephen, I'm, I, this is going to be the last story I'll have them write. I think I might do one more, but this one's going to be great, I think. <laughs> That ending was so unbelievable. Stephen and Austin were recording their latest episode of Idiot Perspective when a knock came at the door of their studio. Austin got up and answered it. Surprising. Surprised to find Eric Cartman standing up. Oh my god! Hey guys, what's up? Cartman asked, sauntering into the room. Stephen and Austin exchanged a look. They had heard of Cartman before, but never expected him to show up at their 
doorstep. Still, they were intrigued and decided to invite him to join on their recording. As they started discussing their topics for the day, Cartman began to interject with his own opinions, often derailing the conversation with his wild tangents. Steven Austin tried to steer him back on track. Cartman wouldn't budge. I'm fine with that. I like him talking about Hitler. Eventually, the three of them found themselves in a heated debate about the merits of various fast food chains. Steven Austin argued that quality was more important than quantity, while Cartman agreed that nothing beat a good deal on a large order of fries. Well, Cartman argued that nothing beat a good good deal on a large order of fries. The argument continued for what felt like hours until they were interrupted by commotion that. outside the door. When they opened it, they found that a police arrived, <laughs> responding to a noise complaint from their neighbors. Stephen hey! Austin quickly tried to explain that they were just recording their podcast, but Cartman saw an opportunity to stir up trouble. He loudly accused the police of racism and demanded to be let go. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time we did not turn off. <laughs> oh, the police didn't take kindly to his accusations. They ended up taking all three of them down to the station. You fucking yeah. asshole, Cartman! Every time, Stephen Austin Every fucking time, they got themselves into by inviting Cartman to their podcast recording. <sighs> In the end, they were let off with a warning and promised as they to keep the noise down. As they walked off, <laughs> as they walked out the station, they saw Cartman wa- walk, walking outside, grinning smugglingly. We should do this again sometime. We should do this again sometime. He said, as Stephen and Austin exchanged another another worried glance. That was amazing. <laughs> we got fucking dragged to jail. We got, dra- we got dragged out of work because of this bastard. The cops, every fucking... Why? Why we always gotta be... The cops always gotta be after us. Well, South Park characters always bring the cops. Look, Tally just appeared. Why did he have to bring the cops? He appeared out sense. of the shadows, bro. Yeah, yeah, he appeared out of the shadows and disappeared into the shadows. Why the fuck are the cops? Why are the cops? I don't know. Eric Cartman, too. But he came to the door and at least knocked. Stephen and Austin were on a road trip, traveling across the country to explore different cities and landmarks. They decided to take a break from driving and stop at a local diner for lunch. As they were enjoying their burgers and fries, they noticed a familiar van pull up outside. Out stepped Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, the famous mystery-solving duo from their favorite childhood cartoon. Oh my Stephen God. and Austin were in disbelief and quickly ran outside to, to meet them. Like, man... We heard there was some good food in this joint, Shaggy said, <laughs> munching on a sandwich. Scooby-Doo nodded in agreement and gave Stephen and Austin a friendly wag of his tail. They were thrilled to meet their yeah, heroes and couldn't believe their luck. Just then, the diner owner came out of the kitchen looking distressed. Oh no, it's happening again! Oh, oh no, it's happening again, she exclaimed. What's happening? Austin asked. You love my voice for myself? What's no, happening? I- What's happening? That was gorgeous. Austin asked. The ghost of the the ghost of the old prize factor is haunting my diner. She exclaimed. <laughs> You're like the middle school child. You gotta deepen your voice when you talk on the phone. <clears throat> Excuse me, operator. Can you <clears throat> give me nine one one because my mother is on the floor? No. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Is your daughter in? I'd like to speak to her, please. That's exactly what a middle school conversation sounds like. Okay, Batman. Excuse me, sir. It starts off squeaky, then he gets real deep. 
Hi, Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. And he's like, son, don't call here again. Click. Okay. Um, Sorry. The news of the old prospector is haunting my diner, she exclaimed. <clears throat> she exclaimed. Every time he appears, my customers run away in fear and I lose business. I'm sorry if my voice is annoying. You look annoyed. It's just hard to hear you. Stephen and Austin looked at each other, knowing what they had to do. Oh, and I'm not annoyed. It's just along the lines of this is a stupid story. Really stupid. And I want Scooby Doo to say something. No. Yeah, anything. (laughs) Knowing what they had to do, Shaggy and Scooby to help them solve the mystery and catch the ghost. Together, the four of them searched the diner for clues and eventually discovered We asked them? Leading to the basement. There they found out the, they, Who they found she the old prospector's ghost. We asked Shaggy and Scooby for help. She just ran outside like, oh no! Oh, so she was just asking anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so we asked them for help because they weren't going to no, do it. No, she didn't even ask for help. We, we, yeah, she just ran out. Every time he appears, my customers run away in fear and I lose business. Oh, my bad. Steven and Austin looked at each other knowing what they had to do. They asked Shaggy and Scooby to help them solve the mystery and catch the ghost. Together, the four of them searched it. They found the old prospector's ghost who had, who was actually just a thief wearing a costume to scare people away. With the help of Shaggy and Scooby-Doo's bravery and Stephen and Austin's quick thinking, oh, that was fast. they were able to capture the thief and save the diner. As a thank you, the diner owner gave them all free milkshakes, which they enjoyed together as they chatted about their adventure. Stephen and Austin couldn't believe they had just solved a mystery of their childhood heroes and felt like they were part of the Scooby-Doo gang for a day. For a day. For one day. Yeah. And that's all I need, because I never want to do that again. <laughs> Scooby didn't say shit to nobody, and that was a short-ass adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta sum it up in, what, five sentences? Not even five? Two? Two sentences? Not bad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> At least I got to meet Shaggy and Scooby, who don't do anything for that story. Really. <laughs> they don't. They helped us solve the mystery because they're bravery. They're bravery. You know what? I, I got I, I think I got one. Do they have Scooby snacks? Did we have Scooby snacks? Didn't even talk about that. No. Well, what bravery? They only do stuff for food. Hey, wait a minute. We didn't start an idiotic. Pre- we weren't a podcasting this time. No, we were traveling around the country. That's the diners. Cool. Don't worry. We pr- we shouldn't be. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Trying every every place's pie. Did podcasting about it. <laughs> this trucker pie was fucking delicious. Are you sure about that? Yes. Also, it comes in shoddy flavor. They're making a home. Mm-hmm. I wish that could happen with me. <laughs> but that's not how life works. Mm, let's see. Long ago, in the ancient world of the gods... There were a powerful warrior named or, Kratos. Or... Fuck you, MC Scat Cat! Night. <laughs> I didn't mean to press a button. You're good. Uh, long ago, in the ancient world of the gods, there were a powerful warrior named Kratos. 
Kratos had defeated many foes and earned a reputation as the most fearsome warrior in all the land. One day, Kratos heard about two mortal men named Stephen and Austin who <laughs> possess great wisdom and knowledge. What? <laughs> Kratos was curious to meet these men and learn from them, so he journeyed to their land and sought an audience with them. This is the absolute reverse of Rick. Stephen and Austin welcomed Kratos and were intrigued by his quest for knowledge. <laughs> they offered to teach Kratos about the ways of the mortal world in exchange for his wisdom and experience in battle. Kratos agreed to exchange and spent agreed to the exchange and spent many days with Stephen. <laughs> so this is a the joint. The gods. <laughs> this is a bomb. <laughs> he discovered the power of knowledge and the importance of understanding Thanks to the Tally. world. Tally, in Tally Japan, alone. Kratos taught Stephen and Austin about the ways of war and the art of combat. As their friendship grew, Kratos re- revealed to Stephen and Austin the truth about his past and the horrors he had experienced. Oh. He shared with them the pain and regret. It's okay, buddy. We feel you. We've Moved by his similar. honesty, Stephen and Austin offered Kratos, offered Kratos their compassion and support. They showed him that they were more that there was more to life than war, and that peace and understanding were worth fighting for. Peace and love. Kratos was touched <laughs> by their kindness and felt a sense of peace and acceptance. That's he what they had never known with wisdom he had gained from Stephen Austin, Kratos set on a new quest to use his strength and power to help others and bring peace to the world. That's what I love. And through, and through, <laughs> and though he would always be known as the god of war, he would now be remembered as a champion of peace thanks to the wisdom of two mortal men who showed him the truth, true meaning of strength and courage. He <laughs> showed him truth, justice, and the American way. <laughs> <laughs> I asked ChatGBT to write a story in the form of a mythical tale with us and Kratos. That was okay. that was fucking awesome. I loved it. <laughs> we showed Kratos how to be wise and knowledgeable. But that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> exactly. Why do you think I loved it so much? Because <laughs> you're the smart one. <laughs> it's so goddamn dumb, dude. It's so dumb. Why would Kratos... You want to come get knowledge from us? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, queen. Ah, I don't know. I can't understand the reasoning bef- behind how he'd even hear about us. Oh my god, <laughs> we have a listener and as uh, as he's on as guard. Wait, no, it did not say. Where is he now? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't play Ragnarok yet. Uh, me neither, so... He's dead. I don't know. Probably. Normandy. Normandy. He's on the Normandy! He's the Normandy! With John Shepard. John Shepard. That's what your character's name is in Mass Effect. Yeah, I know. I got it now. (laughs) I had to think about it for a second, but then I was like, Oh, I know that one. I get that. That's a... That's a Mass Effect joke. Brain connection. Yes. Puzzle piece. You this finished the puzzle, yes. What is this? In the vast and mysterious universe of Mass Effect, two unlikely heroes emerge. Can I read Steven it? and... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Ooh. Thank you. Stephen and Austin, two podcasters from the distant planet Earth, found themselves inexplicably transported to a far-off corner of the galaxy. Lost and alone, the two friends stumbled upon a strange vessel drifting through space. They cautiously boarded the ship, only to find it deserted. As they explored the alien vessel, 
they discovered an ancient artifact hidden deep within its chambers. The artifact seemed, it seemed, was a portal to another realm. Without hesitation, Stephen and Austin stepped through the portal and found themselves transported to a world beyond their wildest dreams. <gasps> so a world of candy. <gasps> candy. Candy and trucks. Well, trains. Candy and trains. Trains and trucks. <gasps> The world they found themselves in was unlike any they had ever seen. The strange creatures roamed the land. The sky was filled with glittering stars and distant planets. But as they explored this strange new world, they soon discovered that it was not without its dangers. This is not a Mass Effect. This is not a Mass Effect story. Not yet, anyways. They encountered fierce monsters and malevolent forces. So we encountered Disney. That's dangerous, man. <laughs> Disney <laughs> is dangerous. <laughs> I'm thinking of um, Maleficent. Isn't that a movie with Ma- uh, Malefic- yeah, Maleficent? Maleficent. Yeah. Oh, my bad. But she's a malevolent force <laughs> that sought to do them harm at every turn. But with their wits and bravery... We have wits and bravery? I have some of that. I like taking the, the gun on the adventure. I'd probably run in there, but um, wits, we smart. Yeah, well, Kratos sought our knowledge. You, you, you brainy? Big brain? <laughs> you get the bravery, I get you the wits. big brain. <laughs> you brain. Me know two things. Sunset in sky, and dum-dum, give me gum-gum. <laughs> dum-dum, you dum-dum, give me gum-gum. You, you dum-gum, you give me gum-gum. Steven and Austin were able to overcome these challenges and emerge victorious. Well, we did it. Uh, after the story with Kratos, I guess so? Well, he taught us combat. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this all works out in the end. <laughs> this is a connected universe, you know. It is. <laughs> Along the way, they encountered a powerful and ignited... Igmatic. Ign- ign- Igmatic figure known only as Kratos. Wait, what the fuck? He's not Mass now! At first, the two podcasters were were wary of the stranger, for he was not like anyone they had ever met before. But as they got to know Kratos, they realized he was a powerful ally in their quest. So we get to know him again. Oh, well, okay. Together, the three of them battled against the dark forces, that threatened the universe. And in doing so, they forged an unbreakable bond of friendship and love. And though they never knew that their journey would eventually come to an end, they also knew that they... That knew that they <coughs> would also always cherish the memories of their time together in the vast and wondrous universe of Mass Effect. Oh. So we were just in the Mass Effect universe. With Kratos. With Kratos. Yeah, because I told him to write a, write a story starring us in the Mass Effect universe. That was boring. Yeah, that was boring. It was funny, though. The, you were right. The two are connected. But not in the way we thought. That's so stupid. <laughs> Again, we get friendship with Kratos. What's a fun universe? No, hold on. I got it. Fallout universe. Mm. <laughs> we were with Vault Boy. The little Vault Tech guy in his little universe. That'd be fun. 
as they get sucked into the animation TV. The Vault Tech Boy takes them to, through the initial steps of initiating them into the Vault Tech Society. What is the Vault Tech Society? This is the last one that we'll do, and then I'll be getting ready to go. Yeah. I know, I'm so sad. That's sad. The disappointment is miserable. It is, it's miserable. Do you want to read this one? Do you want me to read this one? It's up to you. I don't know. You dirty Jew. You just can't scroll up to see the um, prompt for it, because it'll spoil it. Oh. But I want to know. <laughs> no, I'll read it if you want me to. Okay. Yeah. Why is it orange? Because it violates their their um, terms of service. What? They're con- they're, yeah, just read it. Okay. In the post-apocalyptic wasteland of the Fallout universe, Stephen and Austin were scavenging for supplies in an old abandoned hospital. Yeah, we were probably looking for drugs. <laughs> I would, at least. <laughs> yeah, I would be, too. <laughs> of a stash of medical equipment and medicine that could fetch a high... We're not selling this shit. What the fuck? We're snorting it. In the nearby trading towns. As they rummaged through the debris, they stumbled upon a locked door. With a bit of effort, they managed to pick the lock and entered a dark and musty room. At the center of the room, they found a large container filled with a mysterious liquid. Oh, shit. Curiosity getting... It's probably heroin. (laughs) Shit, finally! Yes! The good shit! Curiosity kidding the better of them, they would decide to investigate the container. As they approached it, a voice suddenly boomed from the shadows. Welcome to your doom, fools. Greatest voice ever. <laughs> Said the voice. You have stumbled upon my greatest experiment. Suddenly the container opened and a figure emerged from the liquid. It was a mutated creature with razor-sharp claws and a hunger for human flesh. Stephen and Austin tried to run, but the creature was too fast. It was the Flash. It caught up to them and attacked them, tearing their flesh and drinking their blood. As they lay dying on the ground, the creature spoke to them. You see, I... Wait, the creature spoke to them, or it was that person? The creature spoke to them. The, the person was the creature. Oh, okay. You see, I've been experience, experimenting with the FEV virus, trying to create the perfect super soldier. You two are my latest test subjects. <laughs> With their last breaths, Stephen and Austin realized the dark truth of their situation. They had unknowingly stumbled upon a mad scientist, twisted experiment, and had become his latest victims. That one was pretty cool. And made it with a dark twist. That one was nice. I like that yeah. one. The <sighs> right, I told him to write a story set in, set in the Fallout, set in Fallout, starring Stephen and Austin with a dark twist. With what is that? Yeah. <laughs> what the dog tweet? It's interesting to figure out the prompt for this. this shit's fun as hell. That I'm, is so I can just cool. do this for hours. Yeah. It's fun, man. <laughs> we're always podcasters. Well, yeah, cause <laughs> two podcasters. Because that's what we are. We're the superstars. We are superstars. Yeah, we could be superstars. Is that a song? Yeah. I don't I don't think that's We'd just be rather wrecking cars. Not safe. Yeah, yeah, so... 
What's this song by? Kodak Black. Kodak Black. What song is Easy Bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. We'll have Kodak Black take us out. Bang, bang. Kodak Black, take us away. Take me away, block in case. We see the stars. I don't think I've ever actually heard this song before. It's probably his most popular song. It's called Super Gremlins. Super, super Gremlin, I'm sorry. Super, gr- super Gremlin? Why, is he the Gremlin? Yeah. Okay. Does it, have it, does it have anything to do with the movies, the Gremlins, or is it just... Okay. I like the song. But I, I've definitely never heard it before. Get it, Kodak. You could be a superstar. Do what we were dragging cars. It's not safe for you. They were fucking them cars, damn. We could have been superstars. You know we were dragging cars. I don't remember doing that. Like a pussy little bitch. Do, do I black out with you and jack cars? Yeah. The exhaust? A lot. Just the exhaust? Yeah. Mm. What kind of loop do I use? I'm a gremlin. Yeah. That's that song. I like it. And he, he, the whole reason it's called Super Gremlin, he goes, I know the perk was fake, but I still ate it because I'm a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I know. I fucking look. I love rap music. It's, I love it, but the lyrics are so fucking stupid. They are so fucking stupid. You cannot say yeah. rap lyrics and make them sound good. Not normally, no. Most of them are pretty shit. M- most of them are just ter- the beats are good, so you're like, yeah, fuck it. Okay, you're, yeah, you're flowing yeah, because good. You're flowing to the beats. You got, you know? They got a flow going. But you can't just say rap lyrics. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, but ah. Uh, that's the good thing, though. People just zone out to the beat. Remember when we, we could have been superstars? Remember when we were jacking cars? No. Now it's not safe for you. It's not, because apparently I keep blacking out, you damn. You switched like a pussy little bitch. Dude, I need to stop daydreaming. Damn my N-word. You tripping. We could have been superstars. Remember. But I'm always jacking cars. We be jacking cars. cars. Now it's not safe for you. Cause I sweep like a pussy little bitch. <laughs> okay, thanks, <laughs> asshole. That's the song! <laughs> That's the song! If you just say the lyrics, they're so bad! <laughs> you poet, you. I'm a poet. And you don't even fucking know it. I'm a poet, and you don't even know it. That's what One of my favorite. Are. Yeah, fucking, they're all bad poets. <laughs> Not all of them, but most of them. I mean. He's a good poet. Snoop Dogg. Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe is a rapper? <laughs> Have you not seen him rap? Uh, yeah, I've the seen epic... him rap presents before. Have you not seen the epic rap battle of history where Stephen, um, Edgar Allan Poe raps against um, 
Stephen King? Uh, I don't remember. I may. Mm. I think I showed it to you, but you know what? Instead of Kodak Black taking us out, that's what, that'll, that'll take us out because that's better. Kodak Black can take us out. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay, man. No. I just asked one question. Well, you're going to get an answer. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that's all I need to know. <laughs> Kill Edgar Allan Poe. No, we only <laughs> killed John Lennon. Edgar Allan Poe's dead, Butters. Oh, hamburgers. Oh, hamburgers. I miss him saying hamburgers. This will be what takes us out, Steven. That way you can be done with me. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. Four days. It's going to be sad. Once upon a midnight dreary, as I spit this week and weary, I will choke this joker with a trochee till his cheeks are teary. Ah, yo, like my beard hair. Don't you like your beard hair? 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 Don't you like your well, they're rapping the album, right? Yeah. for everybody stay off Twitter don't do Twitter guys do drugs don't do Twitter <laughs> ooh idiotic perspective yeah inject it in your veins get it now five ninety nine. buy me Monthly. a coffee buy me a coffee I'm not buying you a coffee I was talking to the camera there is no 